It's Wednesday, March 1st. You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. After lobbying for years for a larger, more modern home, the Rochester Broadway Theater League has decided they are fine right where they are. On Tuesday, they laid out plans to buy the remainder of the auditorium theater complex and spend millions on renovations. WXXI's Brian Sharp tells us what's changed and what's in store. The Rochester Broadway Theater League has entered into a contract to acquire the entire auditorium complex to restore and renovate it beginning this summer. That's Arnie Rothschild, CEO and chairman of RBTL, speaking at a news conference Tuesday held on the auditorium theater stage. For years, he has been vocal about why the theater was too small and otherwise inadequate. But on Tuesday, he called it a jewel and declared it to be RBTL's home for good. It always has been more cost-effective to build or renovate this, but it wasn't necessarily practical given the it's about 2,500 seats. Uh, the industry changed, fortunately, and that was the impetus to start looking at the rest of the complex. The shift to dynamic or demand-driven ticket pricing, much like airlines do, allows the venue to generate significantly more revenue and thus reduces the need for more seating. Technology has transformed once bulky and heavy stage sets through the use of computer-generated projection, for example. If we had ever known that the industry was going to go in the direction that it, it went, we could have saved ourselves a lot of aggravation. Taking control of the entire venue will nearly exhaust RBTL's reserves but it will bring in new revenues from parking and rental income for spaces like Cathedral Hall. Still, the organization will be looking for significant financial help from the state as it begins a multi-year renovation, starting with the lobby, replacing an elevator, and improving accessibility. Assemblyman Harry Bronson is the dean of the local state legislative delegation and is fully on board. A meeting with the entire delegation is being planned in the weeks ahead. Brian Sharp, WXXI News. A New York State senator is proposing an increase in the speed limit on some roads to 70 miles per hour, mainly on rural roads. Southern Tier Republican Tom O'Mara says the primary benefit would be allowing people to get places faster. That's absolutely the, the benefit. Let's do something to help New Yorkers in this state rather than continuing to do things to make life more difficult. A study from the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety found an 8% increase in fatalities in states that hiked their speed limit by 5 miles an hour between 1993 and 2017. But O'Meara argues that with so many drivers already speeding, an increase in the limit would mean that more are driving the same speed, which he says studies indicate is safer. Leaders of the nation's largest health care systems convened at Northwell Health's fourth annual gun violence prevention forum in Long Island on Tuesday. They heard from the director of the Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives, the U.S. Surgeon General and gun violence researchers. Michael Dowling is CEO of Northwell. Uh, up until recently, there was a lot of hesitancy to get involved because of the politics of this issue. But now we have 50 CEOs of big systems uh, representing the you know, big portion of healthcare in the United States agreeing to be involved. Speakers at the forum told hospital leaders they should contribute their data on gun trauma and also help screen for gun violence risks, much like they screen for tobacco and domestic violence risks. 
Strong Memorial Hospital is one of two health care facilities in New York to receive state funding for an emergency department expansion. The announcement was made Tuesday by Governor Hochul. WXXI health reporter Raquel Stephen has more on what the money will be used for. We were hoping for $50 million and we got the $50 million, so we're thrilled. Strong's Chief Operating Officer Kathy Perinello says the funding will be used towards building the new nine-story patient tower that will include a larger and more modernized emergency department. And we'll be able to provide private rooms for all of our uh, patients coming to the emergency room, both pediatric and adult. Perinello says the ED was initially built to service about 60,000 patients a year. She says they're now seeing almost double that amount, forcing some patients into semi-private rooms. We will be able to eliminate all semi-private rooms once this project is completed. Perinello says the funding will also go towards improving services and care for behavioral and mental health patients. Raquel Stephen, WXXI News. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.